Is it Weezer? What? It's not Weezer. Does anyone have Weezer <laughs> no. on their list? I don't. How did I forget Weezer? I was gonna put Weezer in my runners up, but I felt like my runners up was getting a little heavy. Weezer, Blue Album. Yes, you're right. Runners up could even could be on this list. Oh, what an awesome album. Today's show is sponsored by our good friends over at Tortuga Backpacks. When you're traveling, you need good music, and we're going to give you some suggestions in today's show, and you also need good travel luggage. I love my Tortuga Backpack. It's been with me all over the world. If you're looking for the perfect sized backpack, head on over to tortugabackpacks.com, and if you do pick up yourself a pack, make sure that you use the promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capital letters that will get you 10% off your entire order. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 178. With over 72 million copies sold, Michael Jackson's Thriller is by far the most sold album of all time. Simon and Garfunkel coming in at number 27 just ahead of the Backstreet Boys, but somehow behind ABBA. Come on, people. Travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me is the woman who's always in control of the radio while I'm driving, my wife and constant travel companion, Heather. Hi, everyone. And back by popular demand, the man who interviewed us for our pre-Switzerland podcast, a radio host in his own right, Dave Atkins, affectionately known as Napkins. Hey, poppers. And guys, today we are having another podcast in our Road Trip Sessions series because we are back on the road. We are on our way to Newark Airport right now. We have roped Dave, excuse me, Napkins into driving us up to Newark Airport. He's like the one family and friend member that still, what, Heather, doesn't get upset when we ask them to take us to the airport. Yeah, I well, mean, Well, I Dave wouldn't has, say I don't get upset. Yeah. I just get over it quickly. Yeah. Dave has has taken us to the airport before, but usually just in Philly. So this is the first long haul he's taken us. Because it takes about two hours to get to Newark, New Jersey from our house in Phil- outside Philadelphia. So... Yeah. I would just like to say that I'm sitting in the back of my vehicle. <laughs> right. So when I drive, I make Heather sick because I have a hard foot on the brake. Right. So I am actually driving. <laughs> Heather is co-piloting and make sure she has a laptop open so we can record this. And Napkins is in the back. So if it sounds a little bit different from the podcast you're used to, that is because we don't have our microphones because we're recording it into a portable recorder. I it's tried like to the talk. Garage band sessions. Yeah. It's I, it's raw. It's yeah, uncut. uncut. I tried to uh, talk Heather into letting me use the microphone while I was driving, and she said no to that idea. I can only imagine what would that, that would be like if we got pulled over. So if you guys haven't checked out our other road trip podcast, we did one on our top 16 road trips, Heather. Yes, that was really fun. And that was 16 road trips that we wanted to take, and then we also did one that was a road trip survival kit, so everything you need while on a road trip. Because it's summer... And to us, summer means road trips. It's one of the best things you can do in America. So today, what we're going to do is give you our 21 favorite albums, the songs, the soundtracks you should be listening to while you're on a road trip. And as we always do, we do not know each other's answers ahead of time. So there may be some crossover, but we are will be as surprised as you will be when you hear it because we don't know each other's lists. Should we talk a little bit about how we pick thematically or no? Yeah, we can, I, I want you to tell them why you picked each one that you did, of course. But so not, okay, but as we go along, not now. As we go along, right. Okay. And guys, we will link everything up in the show notes. 
all of us are children of the 80s, kind of, more early 90s. Yeah, more early 90s. We were born 81, 82, and 83. I won't say who was born when, because I don't want to give anything away. Take that for what it is. That's where some of our musical tastes will come from. But I think we're going to have some pretty cool lists, some pretty eclectic lists. Yeah. And because I know you and Napkin so well, and I I think I can guess a lot of the albums that are on your playlist, and I know they're going to be a lot of throwback things. So mine is a little more modern. This is like more of the past 10 years of our road trips through the 20s and, and into our 30s. So. Well, I will say that I, I tried to mix it up, so we'll see. Yeah, I bet Travis. I didn't mix it up. Yeah, I think Travis has nothing from over 2000, probably. Uh, I don't think so. Well, yes, Heather's much more of a current music connoisseur where I I kind of find what I like and I just listen to it over and over and over again. And these are the best albums that we recommend for road trips. They're not necessarily our favorite albums, although that plays a part into it, but the best ones for when you're driving, when the windows are down. You know, wind's blowing through your hair. If you're like Heather, the air conditioning is on and the windows are up. Uh, All right, Either way, this is our top 21 albums. I probably will say CDs at some point. If you still have the CDs, even better for you. So, ladies first, have start us off. But... Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Does anyone have any? Because I've got quite a few. I don't have any, so take it really? away, boys. All right, now you start because I'm I'm looking something up real quickly and then I'll be ready. Oh, uh, looking it up. Good thing minute. you're not driving. On the fly, on the I should fly. mention That's I will I will not be looking anything up while I'm driving. So if I give you the wrong album name or something like that, cut me a little bit of slack there. Hands attended to, eyes on the road. Uh, a few of my honorable mentions. <laughs> I'm gonna say right away. Yeah, I guess this is basically from my teen and early twenties years. I've got a bunch of late 90s, early 2000s stuff. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies and their album Stunt. Love that album. One week. <laughs> Great road trip song. I could just say any kind of CD or one-hit wonder from the late 90s, early 2000s. Hootie and the Blowfish, their first album. Absolutely killer. Love that one. Can't remember the name of it. I know this might be on Napkins' list, so I won't talk about it too much, but Counting Crows, August, and Everything After. I thought that was going to be on your list. You made us listen to that album, the live in Central Park version, like, for years on every road trip we took. Counting Crows are just so good. So classic. This could have easily been on my list. I, I do have one that's similar to this, and you'll see what that is later. But Matchbox 20, Yourself and Someone Like You. Love that album. That's 3 a.m., all these other singles that were on, um, that they were popular for is on that album. Uh, just quintessential late 90s. And then one that I know that everyone has heard who is listening to this podcast. And Heth, I can guarantee they've heard it because it is the theme music for this podcast. And wow. he's, a, he's a pretty unknown artist. Joe... Joe Purdy. No, I didn't, I didn't know if you wanted me to remember Oh, I suggest you... Check him out if you like the theme music, Paris in the Morning. That's the name of one of his albums. That's the kind of, I wouldn't say hit song, but that's the main song on that album. And that is a song that we use that you hear at the beginning and end of every one of these podcasts. So I know you've all heard it. If you like it, check it out. Joe Purdy, great singer-songwriter. And that is what most of mine are, are singer-songwriter types. I could go on and on and on and on. I think you guys might hit some. I do just want to say it's kind of interesting to me that I really love country music, but there's not a single country album on my list, which wow, is a bit odd. I don't know why that is. I can't, I think because there isn't a single artist or album that I just love. I do like Kenny Chesney's stuff for road trips, but I do well, love We'll talk music. more about country on my list. All right. So. Oh, is that right? All that's right. right. So that's enough for me. Uh, Napkin, some of your honorable mentions. Okay. So... Uh, let me just run through the honorable mentions. As you said, with you were kind of saying the country genre was lacking on your list, and as my slow phone fires up here and my list comes into view, I like blues a lot, or folk-type music, and so I would think that something, that something from, and this is my runners-up list, so it's vague, but I would think something from Nickel Creek or Mumford & Sons would be excellent. But I don't have anything specific. I just like that genre. I feel like it's a good traveling genre. Um, I also chose 
Third Eye Blind, the self-titled album, as a runner-up. We'll get to that. I figured we might. We will get to that album. Where's Jason when you need him? It ended up getting bumped from the main list. I don't know why. You know, some of these are interchangeable, but I just had to pull it. Oh, such a good album. All right. Also chose, they might be giants, Venue Hall. It is an excellent album it ha- and it's great for traveling because each of the of the song the tracks is based off of a city and oh. they wrote it based on the city so it's awesome for a road trip oh i don't think i've ever that listened is to awesome. that it Me is either. excellent you should listen to it great choice great choice okay almost done with my my runners up here and then i chose one of my personal favorites t-bone the last street preacher <laughs> which T-bone is a, is a guys- christian <laughs> rap artist from the west coast if you haven't listened, pick it up. If you haven't listened, we're not surprised. <laughs> but if you like rap or hip-hop, especially late 90s rap, you might want to check out T-Boney Bone. Give him a shout-out. When, shout when you were talking blues, uh, blues, I was thinking Blues Traveler would also be an awesome album or a collection of albums to listen to on a road trip. Didn't we just hear that he was performing somewhere? He is somewhere soon. That's Fourth really of July. Incredible. A big thing at Fourth of July. Yeah. All right. That gets us through the honorable mentions. Only ten minutes in. I don't really know. I'm not looking at it here. No. Oh my gosh. Ten He's minutes in, and three seconds. Ten so. minutes and three seconds. So have, oh, you're smooth, dude. Here you go. We're each gonna give you seven now. And and with each album, if you have a favorite song or one that speaks to you, of course, highlight that so people. Nowadays, people buy singles, right? Back in the day, you couldn't do that, but now you can buy singles. Yeah, you can buy singles, and you threw that at me. I don't know if I know the exact names of every song, so I I thought I had prepared. So I'm going to start with my number seven, and this is where we're going to hit hit up the country. Now, I need to preface this by saying that I am not really a big country music fan, and when Travis Travis and I started dating uh, way back in... 2000 whatever I was I never really listened to country and Travis would listen to it a lot especially in the summer and he kind of like converted me over to liking country now I have to say that I don't really listen to it very much in the winter but when summer hits I will often roll down the windows occasionally and I will I will listen to 92.5 XTU in Philadelphia it's fun, okay? So, my number seven is, you're going to maybe Bad be upset, but it's various country oh, albums. Come on. I don't have anything specific. Can I get anyone to give specifics? I bring on so many different people to do top ten lists for you guys, for you listeners, and no one wants to okay, give specifics. Okay, all my other ones are very specific, but because I don't love country, it's an eclectic mix of some of my favorite bands. Okay, give I us have, a few. I have the bands. Few. Right? All right. I love Zach Brown Band. I, music is so fun. I was going like, to say, if I put a country album on, that would be it. The only reason I haven't is because I just hear him on the radio. I don't yeah. even know what is on what album. I love rules. Zach Brown Band. I love Little Big Town. And, like, I'm from the Boondocks. That song is so fun. Oh, you I are love, from, from the Boondocks, so that's that speaks And good. I love Sugarland. So those are, like, my top three favorite ones. I like a lot of other ones, too. But, yeah, it's more an eclectic mix of the best of the best of country, in my All opinion. Right. Okay. Okay. All right, we'll let you slide there. Thank you. Zach Brown, I will. Yeah, I second I that. Of, I, I can't even contribute. Yeah, right. well, that's all right. Well, give us your number oh, no. seven. You can contribute oh, in Are we going... Yeah, it's going to be Heather Napkins, then to me. All right, so I put at my number seven a fairly recent hipster album, Vampire Weekend. Nice! Contra. That's so good. It feels like the beach. It feels like, I don't know, the vibe is just great for driving along with the windows down. You are absolutely right. And that's not on my list, but it should be. I I will say some of these bands that I don't... Like you said, these hipster bands, these new bands that aren't on my list, I do like their music. Yeah. I just don't listen to them enough to... Because I don't really find myself listening to albums... Well, I don't know. I'm someone who always listens to the like same four or five albums. Yeah. just talented yeah. people well, without handlebar mustaches. We listened, we listened to that album in Japan, like, all the time. Yeah, it was kind did. of like the soundtrack to our Japan life. Yeah, so. and I do really like it. All right, great, number seven. My is it number actually called, I think you're a Contra, or is it just Contra? It's just Contra. Yeah, it is. My number seven... This is about 35 years before your number seven. <laughs> the classic James Taylor. Oh, And I love nice. the Greatest Hits CD. That CD, you can just 
put it on, and this is what I love about CDs or, or specific albums, when you can put on a CD or an album and listen all the way through, and it just, I love when a CD, I keep saying CD, I'm gonna keep saying it, so get used to it. When it just meshes all yeah. the way through, like it just flows into something. So I mean, on the greatest hits are obviously his greatest hits, I mean, Fire and Rain, Sweet Baby James, yeah. Carolina in My Mind, um, Walking Man, yeah. like just, the best of the best and James Taylor to me that's just like America right yeah. America like definitely. you should be driving across the country yes. like an old convertible yes. or something yeah. 1970s America when the road trip was probably at its peak so James Taylor greatest hits my number and seven. that's your number seven why isn't that your number one then oh uh, there are know. some other ones up here <laughs> again there's so many interchangeable that's ones that's a pretty good that's pretty good Americana there. That's yeah. how good these lists are um, and how hard time we That's how hard good Travis's list is, is what yeah. saying. That's how awesome my list is, folks. Okay, my number six. So, it's a little bit country, it's a little bit pop, and that is That's my like girl. A little bit country and a little bit pop. <laughs> it's my girl, T. Swift. Wait, where oh am I going? Gosh, where am six? I going? Am okay. I going, Hold am on. I going number we're going, one? No, we're going straight on 276 so until right. we get to 95 North. Okay. And then we're on that until exit 13A, which is the airport. We're not even right. cut so it's this really out. easy. No way. We, of no course, way. we don't cut that. This, this is what makes the road um, trip so I had to look that up. December drinking. All right, T-Swift. I, I had to look that up before my phone dies. I'm at 5%. Okay, so number six is Taylor Swift. And I say country because her first couple albums were very country. They but were. And I, I liked her. her then. And Travis has always liked her because, you know, she's from... She's from Why I'm Missing PA, man. That's like so 45 minutes up the yeah, road so now. she's basically our neighbor. I think she moved to Nashville yeah. when she and was like 12. A couple or other places too. But anyway, Taylor Swift, she's great. I am most recently so obsessed with her album, 1989. I cannot stop listening to it. I have it on my running playlist. Like, the girl's just killing it. She's fantastic. Her stuff is so much fun. I used to do it at yeah. karaoke all the time yeah. when we were in Japan yeah. because all the Japanese people loved it. Obviously, all the English speakers loved it, and it's such a, so many fun songs to sing. It's yeah, just fun. She, I have to admit Does that, anyone not like her? Well, I, I would have said I don't care yeah. maybe two months ago, but... Her latest album, I'm not. I, there good. are songs that are in my head, and then I realize it was her. Yep, exactly. that bad that blood song. So it's, good. Speaking of songs in our head, Napkins is the worst person in the world for getting songs stuck in your head. Especially <laughs> That's probably what? because I sing the same line over and over. Yes. In yes. December, drinking <laughs> yes. whatever song that is. All right. So At least he has a better singing voice than us. Oh, so. much better. <laughs> I don't know about that. Our kids are going to be very, very unfortunate when it comes yeah. to singing. Um, so T Swift number six, no specific albums, maybe. Um, okay, so I have Fearless and Red are both really good, but yeah. like I said, right now I'm really jamming to 1989. So you can't go wrong with T Swift. I'm, I'm being a lot more modern because all of yours are from like there another you. era. I, I like that. All That's, right, hey, Pennsylvania Pride, T Swift, Napkins number six. Number six. Don't hate me. Oh boy. It's vague. Sorry, <laughs> it's well. You know, I can't get anyone on this podcast to own up. It's not really all that vague. I just feel like I can't narrow down. I need some sting and police on a road trip. Oh my gosh! And I can't narrow down. As long as it has everything, every little thing she does is magic on it. It's a good mix, and that's okay. what I need. That is a good one. I, I should mention too. I had a hard time picking certain albums. I actually did go through and do it because I adhere to my own rules most of the time. Honestly, the only Sting and Please albums I've ever listened to, besides the most recent, recent Sting albums, are, are were mixes. So I yeah. think it counts. Well, that's what I was going to say. A lot of the ones that I listened to, I made mixes. Some of these people, you couldn't even buy their CDs, really. Not that they were super underground, but I would make mixes of all their stuff and some of their live stuff and put it all in one CD and call it, like, This Person Volume 1. It was just, like, my own mix. So, I remember. Yeah, that, it is hard. It is hard. Sometimes. And since we're talking about mixes, I do want to throw it out there. I did make a Spotify playlist for EPOP listeners, and I did one of kind of like my modern music, so I think you should make one of like these throwback ones, too, okay. because I didn't put any of the throwback ones, you know, on my Yeah, I still don't list. understand how Spotify works, but if you guys do, you're smarter than me, and Heather does understand it. I was listening so, to Heather explain it the other night, and I started to get wise to it. All right. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's hard if you start using it. But yeah, anyway, and it's we free, can, can we link so that in the show notes? Yeah, then? we can. All right, we'll as link that in the show notes. As long as you get notes. yours up and ready to go. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be Extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods. At least Heather's will be there. I'll try to link mine up. But we are heading to Switzerland as we record this to film the TV show. So Not we'll I. see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe yeah, we'll I'm, going, I'm going, I'm on my way to New Jersey, baby. New Jersey, baby. baby. All right, my number six. Again, I, I think this is early 2000s, might be late 90s. I think it's early 2000s. I thought One I was going to go. Oh, I did. Yeah, you did, but you're vague. This is not vague at all. This is a band, one of my favorite bands during that time period. Still love them. I haven't listened to them for a while, though, but they got huge after this. OAR of a Revolution. All right? Oh, yeah. And their first album was called The Wanderer, and it was, is one of my favorite albums of all time. I mean, they're just a jam band. They rock out. Where were they out of? They're out of them. Maryland. They did a song called Black Rock, and I heard a rumor that it was about the Black Black Rock right near our house, yeah, like yeah. three minutes like from our Black house. Black Rock. Uh, it turned out not to be true, or at least as far as my knowledge. But OAR rules. Um, I've been to their concert before. They put on an awesome concert. They just jam out. Like I said, there's a lot of good songs on here, but my favorite is Crazy Game of Poker, and I think it's about seven minutes long on the CD. And they just rock, man. They're just so much fun. And I think some of the beauty of the Road Trip CDs, guys, is, you know, if you know the words and you've listened to it growing up or, you know, you it's so much better because that's what makes a road trip fun is, like, singing at the top of your lungs and exactly, stuff like that. which is why I put police on there. Right. Yeah, and it keeps you awake if you're starting right. to get tired. Exactly. So OAR, The Wanderer, is my number six. Just a killer, killer album. Awesome. Nice, yeah. dude. Top five. All right. My number five is Mumford and Sons Babble. Oh, there you go. Such is a good album. Is that the first one, like, uh, the no, one that they, became popular? That's the one that became popular. But they have some albums before that, and they have an album, at least one after that. But that particular one is so good, and that's the type of album, like you were saying. You oh, put it on, yeah. you listen to the whole thing. There's yeah. not a single song that you would skip. It's so good. It's so well curated. I love it. I, I it's just one of my favorites. If there was going to be an album that was newer on my list, that that would be it. I, the only reason it's not on there is because I forgot. And it, it perfectly blends yeah. that it, before they became super huge. You know, like, and they're still cool. I don't know. As Heather will tell you, I usually hate anything that becomes popular. I usually like it before it becomes popular. Get off that band like, as we say, Travis was the original hipster. Like, he's I, kind of too old to be a hipster, but yeah. he was. And like... I wasn't hip. I just <laughs> found stuff that I like. But then as it becomes, I don't know, I tend to not like it as it becomes more popular, but Mumford & Sons, well, I it just, has been scientifically proven I still love. that if an album becomes popular, it then no longer is good. It's no longer quality. I'm teasing you. I, I know. <laughs> I get it. You're making fun of me for hating popular things. But that's how I roll. Um, Mumford & Sons does rule. Yeah. Great call. There man. is something to be said for people popularizing and having too many cooks in the kitchen and then ending up having their music suffer for it. So I don't disagree with you, Travis. You love Mumford, too, Napkin. Right? Yes, that's why I put them on. As the honorable mention. Right. Honorable mention. All right. No crossover yet. Number five. Not really. Alright, so my number five is probably another somewhat niche band. It is, and from this, from here on out, these these albums are definitely albums that I feel like you can put them in, listen from track one to the last track, and maybe even the hidden track. And Is it Weezer? What? It's not Weezer. Does anyone have Weezer no. on their list? I don't. How did I forget Weezer? I was going to put Weezer in my runners-up, but I felt like my runners-up was getting a little heavy. Weezer, Blue Album. Yes, you're right. Runners-up could even could be on this list. Oh, what an awesome album. Yeah, well, it's hard to choose that, too, because then you have the second album was so full of, like, beach imagery and stuff. Right. All right, didn't mean to cut All you right. off. That's okay. I I it is it. Jars of Clay, The Long Fall, Back to Earth. Like I said. So high school. So high school. But actually, The Long Fall Back to Earth is from like 2009, I think. Oh, really? Because I remember I actually listened to it on a road... Not to get down to make this dark or anything, but I I listened to it on a road trip to Virginia on the way to my my mom's funeral, which was okay. I wasn't... It wasn't a... Was it okay? It was was okay. I was okay with it. Was it okay? (laughs) It was in the 90s. She lived a wonderful life. But you have that memory now. Number five, dedicated to Grace, Mama Atkins. 
Oh. All right, All but right. anyway, so jars of clay, the long call back to earth, tons of airplane imagery. There's a road, there's a song about driving around with uh, your girlfriend to get like a, a, to get a, to get a problem worked out, like driving around until you get it worked out, totally emo. But <laughs> they, based, they based the album off of 80s rhythm and 80s like sentimentality, which I thought was really cool. So I just, I love that album. And uh, that is my number five. Surprisingly, I was wondering if Jars of Clay was going to make a. Uh, it, it made an appearance. Make I an mean, appearance. Come on, it's so interesting that I could put all the other. I could probably have your list as well, but there are musicians that are you know specific yeah. to a person's experience in right. life that, that they connect with, and right. I think that's. I think you should have some of those on your list too. And, and my Absolutely. next one is actually very specific to me. I've had other people listen to this guy and they like him, but I love him. Actually, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is probably my favorite artist of all time. Can I guess who it is? Yes. Pat McGee. Yes. <laughs> it is Pat McGee. Nobody else knows who this I, is though. No one else knows who Pat McGee is. No. Probably, if you're listening and you know who Pat McGee is, rock on. We are Do I spirits. only know who it is because of you? I probably I, would guess case, yes. yes. So Pat McGee Band, uh, he did a solo album in the beginning and then it became the Pat McGee Band. Very, came to prominence. It's like Dave Matthews' little brother. Think of it that way. They both kind of started at the same time. They're both from the same area in Virginia. They both kind of played bars and shows and then, you know, uh, spread through word of mouth. And then obviously Dave Matthews became the biggest star of the late 90s, early 2000s probably. Or, one, you know, one of them. Stealing it from McGee. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, they, they and very similar styles. Yeah. The singer-songwriter, yeah. this folky slash rock indie. type. Yeah, and then like so Jason Mraz and all them kind of came like right. on the heels of that. And right. we've seen him in concert, and he puts on a great, really oh. lively concert. Feels really intimate. Like, we saw him at a really cool venue down in Philly yeah, way he, back when. But. Yeah, I've seen him probably, I've seen him in concert more than anyone else. I've probably seen him six or seven times. Like I said, like Dave Matthews, if you're familiar with Dave Matthews and you like that style, you will like Pat McGee. He never became, I mean, let's say maybe one-tenth as popular, one-twentieth as popular. He had a, an album released by Warner Brothers, so I used to listen to him a lot when he was doing independent stuff, and I found out about him from a friend of a friend, and I just started like downloading all his stuff. This is when Napster was huge, don't tell anyone, but I was taking huh? music off Napster, okay. and I would make those volume one and volume two. I would just get all these so everyone. stuff, yeah, stuff that people would put out there, you know, that they get from a concert or a live thing, and they put that out there. And uh, then he put out a major record on Warner Brothers, and it did okay, but he never took off. That didn't major, he, didn't he do the space between? Uh, no, that's Coldplay, isn't it? Didn't he do? Your body is a wonderland. That's John Mayer. Um, <laughs> didn't he do? Probably nothing. Under the table and dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, that's oh wait. Is. So nobody knows who. But he is, Pat McGee is awesome. Uh, the the album that I'd recommend that you get is called Shine, and a lot of his early stuff has you know he put out independently, and then this was like the culmination of three independent albums, which was on Warner Brother. Uh, Rebecca is an awesome song. Runaway yeah. is an awesome song. I'm trying to think of a lot of the other ones. Yeah. There, there are just so many. I haven't seen for a while. I'm not sure if that's on that album. But check out Pat McGee. If you like the singer-songwriter stuff, he's still putting out stuff, and he's still touring and doing concerts and things like that. His stuff is a little, would you say, a little more poppy and a little more country, if that's well, possible he, now? you know, he's done a few different takes on albums, I think. So... I don't know. Like his original stuff was very singer-songwriter, folksy, and then maybe one of them was a little more pop. So yeah. there's kind of it's a little yeah all over. I but he's my favorite artist, and that's why I can't believe this is actually at number five. Yeah, but, what are the next four? Gonna well, be? it was, and it was also because no one really knew him. And you if I like put him on, put him at number one. Well, if I put him on and I'm listening to him in a car on a car ride, and other people don't know him, it's oh, tough. Right, but so it's not yeah. the best. Pat McGee, but it's really mellow. It's really chill. So it's not. It's good for a car ride when you have those lulls. You know, when you're yeah. on a road trip and you have like these high highs, you put on something really exciting yeah. and you're like, wow, and then that chills you out a little bit. But you don't want to listen to it if when sleepy. it's like two in the morning <laughs> and you're getting tired because, uh, yeah, it'll put you to sleep. Yeah, so there's a song on there called Driving. Driven. Driven. Oh, my bad. Or, or Driving. I was just reading it. Driving. Yeah, trying to like connect it to travel. So, Pat McGee, Shine. Well, Runaway is one. So that's kind of travel related. But yeah, 
there you go. Uh, check it out. I would love if you did check out Pat McGee or if you know Pat McGee, tweet us at Pack of Peanuts or just let us know your road trip songs in general. But Pat McGee, I've had a soft spot for. We've met him personally. He's just an awesome dude and he puts on great concerts. So uh, if, I can get, if I can get him more fans, great. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, my number four. We're on to number four. I have here a newer band. This is The Head and the Heart. Oh, yeah. And it's their first album, which is self-titled To Be The Head and the Heart. I think they didn't have a special name for it. So it is so good. Again, another one of those albums where I can really listen to the whole thing. And I before I know it, it's over and I want to listen to it again. So... I really like that one. The vibe is cool. It's chill. I guess it's hipster. I don't know. I don't care. Okay. I love it. Yeah, I'm glad you're holding it down for the uh, for the new stuff because yeah. your selections have been really good, and I like them. I just don't I don't listen to it enough, like yeah. I said before. But Head and Heart are really yeah, good. Yeah, and Lost in My Mind is like their most popular song, and it's like good for a road trip because it's not too slow. You know, it's got a little bit of a beat to it, and it's fun. Yeah. Awesome. And that, that's all I have to say. I don't have a big, huge thing about like, how much I love Pat McGee. You guys can cut me off at any time. No, I, I'm no, driving. No. I'll just I do like the name Head and Heart, though. I think it's great for, yeah. for like yeah. the lyricists, the, the marriage of emotion and, and logic in music. Wow. Right. Yeah. You really wrapped that up nicely, Dave. Segway. Number four. That's what you're here for. Number four, napkins. All right. So number four for me, another quasi-hipster Band, the Decemberists. Is anyone not hipster though? I, well, like, I don't what know. bands aren't hipster? Like Hip hop bands? Maybe we're just so old and we stereotype I, all the I young folks. I think that as might hipsters. be. I think so. All right, Decemberists. <laughs> I have only heard you talk about them. What? What? No, they have some good stuff. What's their style? Well, one of the songs they sing is uh, one that I won't sing again because when I do, you get really angry. Right, that in December drinking horchata. No, no that that's Vampire Weekend. Oh, okay. oh, oh, right, right, right. They are the you ones who are sons. Daughters. Oh, yes. when we arrive, yes. sons and daughters. Oh that gosh. lyric, I don't know any more other than when that we arrive, lyric. sons and daughters will make our homes on, on the, the water. water. Yes. I only know that part, and I it was in we my head. <laughs> it was in my head for a three-week China Santa trip with napkins. Now, yeah. Three. So anyway, yeah, we were in China. I, I sang it repeatedly. I absolutely love that album. It's excellent. It's one of the ones you can throw in and you can listen listen to it the whole way through it's got awesome folk lyrics some ballads in there it's it's funny it's it's legitimately funny and they're just really great lyricists so i love them and it's not, especially know, that that one line when we arrive sons and daughters we'll yes. build our homes on, on the, the water. water it's a brilliant lyric so would i like the December's um, napkins i think I think you would. I mean, it sounds right up my alley. I just haven't heard them enough. Yeah, I think you would. I mean, they're really... If I'm not wrong, which I could be, they're from Canada. Okay. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they are. Well, let's give Canada some love. Arcade Fire's from up there, right? That's true. They're not on my list, but... Maybe maybe they're, you know, same vein as Arcade Fire. All right. Cool. So there Um, you go. I got someone else to, someone new to listen to then. Check out the December. Definitely download it. My number four, again, from the late 90s. Oh. I gotta keep going back to late 90s. This, I think, came out in 1999, if I'm not mistaken. Talk about niche or niche, however you prefer to say it. This is a ska band. Okay, we know, oh my I know gosh. what this is. And uh, so I loved ska, kind of, growing up. You know, ska was big. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones were huge. But that's not who's on the list. Uh, that's not who's on the Travis, list. Travis, I sense a theme with your list of like it's high nostalgia. school in the late 90s, and I'm just wondering, like, do you consider that to be the best time of your life? Maybe. I, <laughs> and these are the be- it's sitting like, next to your wife, whom you didn't know in high school. It's like that Green Day song, Best Time of Your Life, uh-huh. or whatever it is, the yeah. prom song that everyone danced to. Uh-huh. It's not the Mighty Mighty Boston's, although I really like them. It's not the other one I can't remember. But I now the other ska band I, I'm, um, I'm blanking but it is a band called the Supertones oh my and gosh. yeah their full name is the Orange County Supertones California or the OC Supertones they are again I grew up listening to secular secular which would mean regular music and Christian music so we've got a mix here the Supertones are like my not guilty pleasure but 
They just rock. And this first album, Supertone Strike Back, <laughs> which, wait, is that really their first album? No, I think, just think about it. Maybe Why would Supertone Strike Back? Yeah, it might Why be tongue in cheek because I'm pretty sure it's their first album. Uh, Supertone Strike Back is an awesome album. All of theirs are good. I actually have their discography on iTunes right now. I probably only have seven artists on iTunes. That gives you. You know, maybe you don't want to take my word for music. Um, but I and have, they just released that. They crown funded. They kick started a new album. They had crown funded. You said crown, yeah, crown funded. I meant to say crown. Now, is they this the album that you downloaded on your birthday oh, that you were like oh, jamming out strike. to a year yeah, ago? Yeah, we had some whatever. pretty funny uh, video of us. Yeah, and, yes. and about a year ago, they put out a brand new album, which I didn't know because I believe it or not, I have not been following Supertones news <laughs> because they broke up like eight years ago and at least at least and so I just happened to see they put out a new album and I didn't even realize it but it had been kickstarted it was crowdfunded and they put out a new one I would have backed that 110% had I known um, and I got their new album which is awesome but Supertone Strike Back is their first one I and have it's to just, correct you I'm what? sorry is it their second one you mighty leader <laughs> The Adventures of the OC Supertones was their first in 96 okay. and then making much more sense Supertone Strike Back. But I kind of thought it was their first two. Yeah. Maybe that was their breakout hit. Well, either way, I've seen them in concert quite a bit as well. And they are fun. And this is who I put on when I need something to, like, get me going. Like, if I'm uh, late at night and I'm driving and I'm yeah. about to go to sleep. It's uh, a fun well, album. hopefully not go to sleep. Yeah, it's, just, it's I a mean, fun band. And even if you don't like it, it'll keep you awake. It'll keep you <laughs> awake. So, dude, got to give a shout out to Ska. Where has Ska gone? Well, we where are thou ska maybe listeners? Where it deserves needs to be. <laughs> F number three. All right, number three. Now I'm finally gonna throw it back, like throwing oh, it way, my gosh. way back. Oh, okay. Kick it real. To what, like 2006? No, dude, longer. All right, dude. My number three is Simon Five and Garfunkel. Best of. Well, Best of. We will be talking about this album. I had a feeling. A little later. Okay. See, but tell us off, why you're on it. Okay. Well, I I have always been a fan of Simon and Garfunkel. My mom, who doesn't really listen to music and is pretty religious and listens to a lot of Christian music, the only person she listens to, listens to other than Christian music was Simon and Garfunkel when I was a An kid. interesting choice. An interesting choice. Don't know why. So I listened to it a lot growing up and... You know, it's just good classic music, and it is. like they're oh, all man. their songs. Like everybody I mean, knows it. I mean, like Homeward Bound, and like The Sound of Silence, and just all of these awesome oh, songs. Yeah. That just, uh, I, I want to keep. I want to talk about this, but I'm gonna wait. Let's okay. wait a little all bit right. till my. We'll yeah, and I just want to I just, I just we'll was reminded and can't believe I forgot. I did not forget Simon and Garfunkel, but I left them off intentionally because you can't have like seven. Runners up. No, it's and you knew it was yeah. going to be on my list. Be in one of I thought it might be on your list, Trav, but I, like I said, I kind of predicted what your oh. list would be. And but that's it's, fine. It's also something that I listened to separately yeah. from you, you know. So I. It just, was one of the first things, like when we first started dating, I would put on Simon Garfunkel, and I was very surprised that you also liked them as well. So yeah. He was surprised that she knew them. It brought us together. Yeah, so obscure. <laughs> Thanks, S and G. Yeah, they're so obscure. Like nobody knows who they are. Oh well, whatever. Alright, your number three, Napkins. My number three. Again, keeping it within the last decade. The Gorillas, Plastic Beach. Alright. I love Gorillas. I've never Plastic. heard of it. What? I, I don't think I've heard you of it. You don't know what the Gorillas are? I don't I think do. so. I'm telling you, my musical taste is of the last. Yeah, The you... Gorillas are that band. Okay, decade. so, like, um. Gorillas, well, you know, you know what, who they are. what is I, the song? Oh, yeah, I just know well, who they are. The album? The one he would what, what know. Type Plastic of Beach. Okay, the Gorillas are a... Are Plastic Beach. A digital... They were created as complete digital fabrication. There, there are no actual band members. They're cartoons, and the music is all synth. But it's not... I mean, it's like... It's high-tech synth, so it's not like synth from the 90s. What right? is their most famous song? Oh my gosh, that's, I'm drawing blanks. All right, well, the gorillas. Well, the gorillas. So you like a fake band that doesn't exist? I can't believe you don't know the gorillas. I hey man, I have Empire Ants, Rhinestone Eyes on Melancholy Hill. Yeah, that's all from some Plastic kind Beach. of nature. Yeah. Do you, well, do you know? Have you ever heard? Um, I, I'm just gonna go into my number three then. I can't believe yes. you. No, well, I mean, just give a second. Feel Good Incorporated. Uh, oh yeah, there you go. 
Like, I've heard them before. But... I've never heard of the gorillas. I have not. Um, um, yeah, right. I've never heard of the gorillas. I don't know. Windmill, windmill. So okay, why, 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 as a, on. why is a road trip song or, or album? Well, the Pla- Plastic Beach is all, it has all kinds of, like, maritime references. So it's real, like, beachy. Coastal? Yeah, it's coastal. So okay. it, it just, it, 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 you know, a lot of my road trips are to the shore. So I throw on stuff. The Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. That's a good point that we haven't hit on yet. Does it make a difference where you're road tripping to? It does to me. I agree. I yeah. think my things might be a little different. Now, for us, like we all mentioned, a lot of times we consider road tripping to go to the beach because that's just what happens to be what we do a lot. But yeah, I think that that's a good point, Napkins. Going Thank to the you. beach, man. All right. So a lot of my, a lot of my, uh, and summer, you know, is marked by, for many people, especially on the East Coast, trips to the beach. Yeah. So, and summer is a road trip time season. Right. That's why we're putting this out in the summer. Yeah. And that was the basis of our whole road trip. The whole session. idea. Yeah, the whole yeah. idea. I don't know. You have a hard time focusing. And you I also do. weren't on the other two podcasts. <laughs> That's Fair true. point. I really, you know, I really wish that I had pulled up a list, a track list, so I could have, like, sang things to you. That's that's all right. Listeners are very happy you didn't. Um, I know they definitely. My are. number three. Your listeners, <laughs> listeners, please please write in if you think Travis should listen to the gorillas. Tweet at Pack of Peanuts, <laughs> or you can write leave it in, on the show. No, write in yes or no? Postmark. <laughs> <laughs> please send a postmarked envelope to. Uh, all right, moving on. Your number three. My number funny. three. This is if I was getting vague, which I'm not. I would say, as we mentioned. Late 90s, early 2000s, one-hit wonders. Chumbawamba, Tup Thumping, uh, Fastball, The Way. Um, All those type of bands. Eagle Eye Cherry, Save Tonight. Save Tonight. I I had one of those CDs that I mixed together, and I just put it together, and I loved it. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies, not a one-hit wonder, but The Old Apartment, one week. So what's your actual number three? But my favorite band of that time period... Third Eye Blind, there you self-titled go. album. Self-titled album. Third Eye Blind, who we just saw in concert at Breckenridge on Breckenridge Mountain. Oh Jealous, my gosh! About five months ago, you in- should have seen Travis and Jason preparing to go to this concert and at the concert. And I like them too, and I know the songs because it's like you know from our high school years or whatever college years. And these two were just flipping out and then from then on after you know for the next three weeks of being together every time we got in the car it Jason played how's it, it how's it gonna be had it cued right to start as soon as you got in the car and I'm just like I have to say I'm a little bit over it at the moment oh. but I see where you're coming I, I think love... it was my jealousy that you had gone to see them that kept them out of my, my top five <laughs> they I mean here's the thing I have no idea what they've done since their first album. I, I, that's a lie. I looked they it up. On, I looked it up stuff. on Wikipedia when we went to the concert. But before that, I mean, I had no idea, and no one in the concert wanted them to play anything new. So they finally just said, "You're right. We're just going to play all the stuff from our first album." Like, how's it going to be? Semi-charmed kind of life. I mean, Jumper, I think, was on that first album. You can just go through one after another after another, and uh, it's just a menagerie of hits. It so, is. if you guys grew up in that time period, or you no, want it... Yeah, even if you didn't. I mean, everyone in the stands was basically between 25 and 40. So, Third Eye Blind. Yeah, self-titled. good stuff. Oh, I, good I have to say, I'm glad that you gave the shout-out to the other songs that would inevitably make the 90s best of minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I didn't want to just say Third Eye Blind, but I'm following my Every rules. Every morning there's a Yeah, Sugar Ray, you gotta oh throw. My gosh. You gotta throw Sugar Ray. On All right, I'm moving on. Smash Mouth, my number two. Smash Mouth, walking on the sun. Oh my gosh, my number two, bringing it back to current days, into the 21st century at least. My number two is. Are you done? Train meet Virginia. Can I continue? I'm waiting. I'm going to, like, Go put on my teacher silence to wait for you to finish. Okay. My number two is really my college life personified in an album. I don't know if Travis can try to guess what this is or not. Uh, I don't know. This is, like, the true question. college life? Yeah. I mean, I... this is an album that I listen to a lot. 
it, like really some I loved it for our relationship. Don't know. Okay. That's pathetic, but I can't pathetic. even venture again. It's Jack Johnson. Oh, all yes. right. Oh. Well, he was gonna make my list too. Yeah. But and I thought I'd get a lot of heat from yeah. well, real musicians. I know people think he's like not a real musician. The I don't rolls. know. Originally he, he was really independent, right? But then his stuff was so good that he blew up and I mean I don't know if he's still popular now. I don't he know is. what he's he what he's put out. I don't really hear him on the radio too much anymore. Anyway, the point is I love Jack Johnson. I didn't know about Jack Johnson until I went to Eastern. And it seemed like everyone at Eastern was listening to Jack Johnson. This was like in 2003, yeah, 2004. 2003. So, In Between Dreams, specifically as the album that is my oh, favorite one by Dreams. him, you've all got right. your banana cake. I thought you were going with Brushfire Fairy Tales. No, you've right. got banana pancakes, you've got like all these super fun songs that I just listen to constantly. You know, in college, Travis and I drove down to Florida a few times for spring break, also to visit his grandmother. And I feel like we were always playing that album on that road trip as well. Yeah. Can I can I give a little side Jack Johnson tangent? Sure. Jack Johnson was originally super independent, as we mentioned. Uh, I listened to some of his stuff before he ever had Brushfire Fairy Tales because a friend of mine told me about him. And I remember his name being mentioned on an album by oh, G-Love, G-Love who is a Philly sauce. boy. And really G-Love is a great... I was Great. just about to bring G Love. Yeah, I can't believe I up. forgot. Oh, G-Love is that is that on your list? Sauce. It was not, but I thought that of it about been college. An honorable college. mention. Yeah, sure. G Love and Special Sauce. Rodeo Clowns was the one that you guys might be familiar with. I think that was his biggest hit. And on there, he says, "I've got my boy Jack Johnson in the studio. Oh, Jack's just that. come yeah. out of the surf because he's from Hawaii, and he was surfing." And I was like. And then when my friend said, hey, you should listen to this guy, Jack Johnson. He's doing some concerts. You know, he doesn't have a CD out yet. I'm like, is that the same guy? And lo and behold, it was. And Jack Johnson, his first album, was put out with G-Love. And G-Love's record uh, label, which I forget. And then Jack Johnson got huge. Yeah, because he's awesome. Yeah, another guy in that vein, if you like Jack Johnson, uh, check out G-Love. Also, check out Donovan Frankenreiter. All three of those were on the same We're on G Love's like record. That label. those three albums were the soundtrack to our like senior year yeah. of college for sure. Yeah. I feel like I listened to nothing else except maybe Simon and Garfield. Yeah, Jack Johnson, and and That's great for a road trip, <laughs> and great for when you're at a destination. Like if you're at the beach. Yeah. Oh what my says gosh! Beach better than his beach. How about when we? Okay, this is another tangent. Sorry about this, but when we were living in Japan and we went to Thailand for the very first time, and it felt like wow, I can't believe we're like in, in Southeast Asia. You know, this is so crazy. And we were in, we were on this island of Koh Lanta, which is, was even less touristy like six years ago when we first went, or five years ago. I missed my and, window. And no, it's still fun. No, it's still awesome. And we were sitting there, and Travis and I were in this beach bungalow, like eating breakfast. And what should come on the soundtrack, you know, the, the little Beach Huts music system? Jack Johnson. Yeah. Well, and I perfect. was like, for sitting in a I was like oh Thailand. my gosh, I can't believe it. You know, it just, it was it's cool. It's either that or Don Ho, so. Yeah. Or so, Beach Boys. It's total beach music, and I love it for the summer. We were probably eating banana pancakes listening to banana pancakes. Actually, I was eating pineapple pancakes. Remember? To be fair. Napkins, number two. Oh my gosh, it's already on to me. Wow. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Ready. Okay, number two. Red Hot Chili Peppers, California King. California Cation. California Cation. <laughs> and that's my number California. two, so we can oh, both jump right, right in on that. All right. Merge our list. Go ahead, Napkins. Why is it on your list? California Cation is one of those albums, like we've been saying, where you can throw it in and not have to do anything, put it on repeat, and you can probably get at least five hours into your road trip without even having to switch the disc. Yeah. It is... It's awesome. An awesome album. It's so... <laughs> And I, I will say that I remember listening to it on when we took a road trip to Florida. We listened to it a lot. Yeah, and maybe that's what cemented it in my head as a road trip album. But it just is a road trip album because it's so good and it's so upbeat. And, and the songs are so easy to sing along to. Are. And I remember buying the CD, one of the first CDs I ever bought. Oh. I remember buying Red Hot Chili Peppers. Californication City at the beach on the boardwalk in Ocean City, New Jersey. Oh my god. And listening to it the whole ride home. And then I remember having a party and putting it on and listening to it while I bounced on my trampoline at my parents' house. Like all summer long. 
that CD is perfect. I mean, Scar Tissue used to be by far my favorite song from that album. And I'm, I think Californication, the song, maybe not overtook it, but those two are my two favorite. Um, Other Side's good. The first song on the album where he talks about uh, California, uh, you know. Fornicating in California. I, I don't remember the name of the, uh, the song because I would just listen to them all the way through and sing all to them. The first and that's what's pretty cool about it is it's you don't have to, you know, like skip any songs. And see, my one problem with the Chili Peppers, because I used to say they were one of my favorite bands, and I love a lot of their songs, but if you actually listen through They're some similar. of their albums, like there'll be a few good songs and then some that I just really don't like. Yeah, like Soul to Squeeze. Right, not Californication, that's why I love that album. But like I like when they do less like hard rock stuff and more chilled out rock. Yes. And so like Soul to Squeeze and Under the Bridge and things like that are really good. Well it has I know, but some it, of the other stuff is really hard. It was a time period because they 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 were influenced by you know, alternative '90s alternative, right? And their earlier things. stuff was what, harder. Like, is it yeah, the right. '90s? Because what year did California uh, come out? I'm guessing like that CD came out in 2000. Yeah, but it was still but the time. But that, that time, '99, 2000. Yeah. yeah, that is a oh man. Like so, when you're saying you could put that disc in, one thing I want to bring up about, which I always found funny, did you guys ever have friends who had like the CD changers in the back yeah. of their car? Did they could have oh. more than one. Yeah. yeah, I have one too, but I don't think mine randomizes. Well, I always wondered why you would have that. I mean, I get that you could put like five or six CDs in there, but why not just have a CD player in your dashboard that you can easily take in and put out? Well, well because that's not really an issue anymore. I know, but I'm just saying I was always <laughs> perplexed because if you're listening and you get through all six of those CDs, you have to stop the car, yeah. open the trunk, and I put agree. in a new CD. I guess the idea is that won't get through them if you're just doing neighborhood travel. Yeah. But if you're on a if you're on a road trip, you know, you easily can get through six CDs. Well and I'd always forget what CDs are in there. I'd much rather like think I want to listen to Californication, grab it out of my CD book and put um, it in. And by the it. way, Travis had two monstrous black C D yeah, books. That hung on his hung on his uh Oh my gosh. No, they were books, dude. They were books. There was I one actually, I mean, it probably was like 200 six CDs inches. total. Six I actually inches, lost one of mine, and I'm pretty sure one of yours ate it. Um, <laughs> well, the only human I know that still carries around CDs is Jason Moore, who a lot of listeners know from the Zero to Travel podcast. That doesn't he carries me around CDs. He's like, what CD do you want to listen to? And he pulls out the CD book. I'm like, all right. Oh, I used boy. to worry nice. about my CDs. I, when I think back to like, because I had books too, and they were under my seat, and I used to worry so much they were going to get swiped. Because, you know, they were gold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. $14, 10 to $14 yeah. in CD. You had hundreds I mean, of dollars worth of yes. albums. Unless well, you had, with Travis, was all burned off in that. Well, and that's the thing, too. When you would burn a CD, too, the burnable CDs weren't that cheap back they then. They were, you're you right. still like three or four bucks yeah. for a burnable CD. I just, I felt much safer when I had, like, had burnable Oh, CDs. the year 2000. And I hated when CDs would get scratched because you'd be so, you couldn't do anything. I was also you know, you'd, you'd, that. You'd blow on the back, you'd wipe it off with your shirt. Nope, doesn't matter. It'd scratch, it would skip. And then you're like, now what am I going to do? I don't know. Let's go to 2015. Yeah. Where you get an MP3 player? You don't have well, to I don't know. They say the, the sound quality just isn't the same. Really? And they probably say that from CDs to records too. So yeah, that's, they might have. It's different. It's a different sound. So if you want to bring a record player in your car and buy new needles all the time, go for it. Number one, drum roll on the Number one. Number one, and I mean. Now I'm feeling a little self-conscious about my number one because I feel like these other albums like Jack Johnson was like more special to me. But the reason I have this at number one is because it's a really chilled out, folky type album. And we listened to this on the PCH, uh, the Pacific Coast Highway, going from San Francisco down to... Where did we end? Uh, in Paso Robles. Down, yeah, Paso yeah. Robles. One of our recommended and road trips. So it was such that. a great road listen trip. Listen to that episode, guys. And I feel like this album made the road trip even 
more. I don't know what it is. I've got it's a bad so funny. memory. He has a bad memory, but the, the reason we had to listen to this, and the, okay, I'll tell you what it is. It's Edward Sharp, Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Okay. And one of my, the album Up From Below. And it's just so good. And it's really, it's, so I, this, the reason we had to listen to this album is because it was one of the only ones I had bought on my phone on iTunes. Right. And we had a rental car. I think car. it was Adele. Yeah. And I had, I had Pandora because I don't even know if Spotify was that big or even in existence then. But I had Pandora. But if you're on the PCH and you're going through Big Sur and all these places, there's no cell service. So you couldn't even stream music. Yeah. And we didn't have any CDs. So we had Edward Sharp on my on my phone, and we listened to it like three times. So I'm surprised you don't remember. I, I just, but it's yeah. just a cool album to listen to when you're driving along the ocean. It feels like you should be seeing the ocean when you're listening to it. I don't know. That, that's that was a criteria for me. Yeah. For some reason, I always get Edward Sharp mixed up with Gautier. Okay. Are yeah. they similar at all, or did that Gautier well, song just come out at the same have, time? Like, you I only know that only one know Gautier, the song. One Gautier song. I know. It just always reminds <laughs> no, me of Edward Sharp. they're not really that similar. Yep. There you go. See, yeah. me and new music don't yeah. mesh. I feel like my brain's different. Like when I was a kid, I remember everything from being a kid, and now it I can't remember stuff when I'm older. Oh my gosh. It's very strange. It is. Uh, I have. I have similar problems. Alright, all right, old folks, come all, on. Old folks. Well, alright. I'm all 32 years one? old. What's your number one? 32, 32 going on 95. Oh, alright. Enough bad impressions. Bad old people. Oh, number one, Napkins. Real old people that are listening. Number one. Alright, number one. Counting Crows. <laughs> I knew it. I didn't <laughs> want to steal your thunder. Yeah, but it's the it's not the album you think what? it is, probably. It's got to be August and everything it's after. Not. It That's is, I, I'm sorry. It, it got supplanted by travel imagery in the album Hard Candy. Uh, you have to give me some songs of that. I don't okay. even Okay. The uh, Hard Candy is has songs such as um, uh, Holiday in Spain. I can't remember the titles exactly, but Holiday in Spain, I think, is one of them. Where That's the one I was singing before, where it's... I think I'll take a holiday in Spain, leave the world behind me. Okay. Flush my troubles down the drain, fly away to someplace new. Um, I don't I, think I know this one. I don't either. Uh, oh, we're not real counting crows. I guess not. We're just wannabes. I just had the list of all the songs on the album earlier, but now all, has disappeared. So, Miami. No. You don't know Miami? I don't know. I have to hear it, but. Miami. No. I don't um, think so. Can I can I interject, Travis? The County Crows that I'm thinking of isn't that the one that you have the live album? Well, it's of? a live album. Yeah, it's a double album yeah. live from live from the Sen- wire. Or live from the wire. wire. Yeah, across a wire. Okay. Live. So from- that's the one I'm most familiar with. Yeah, and that basically has on a lot of their stuff from August and everything after, which yeah, is and like August Mr. and everything Jones. after is fantastic. Yeah. Around got- here. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have Pave Paradise to put up a parking lot, which I love. That's an awesome road trip song. Yes. I don't know what CD that's on uh, from that Mapkins, but... I think that's on Saturday nights and Sunday mornings. Okay. But, yeah. Counting Crows, are they your favorite band? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Surprise, more albums didn't make the list then. Well, I can't... But I guess... Just, yeah, I, 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 I had to make a decision. Yeah? And the, I'm surprised you made one. Well, you know what? Most <laughs> people would just come on and say, all Counting Crows CDs. Well, you know, I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm looking across uh, to the passenger oh, seat here. Oh, country. Do you know this song, American Girls? <laughs> I No, I mean, these don't sound that familiar Good night, L.A. No. Oh. I, I, dude, is it newer it. than 2001? If so, I don't know it. Come on. <laughs> Sounds like it. Is true, it? Story. Know. true story. True story. 2002, yeah. Well, there you go. Just don't know it. Just the same heart. Okay, I don't want to mess up with the vibe of this podcast, but you, I think we're getting close to the I, airport. I think we're getting fairly close. And I'm, seeing, right, good, I'm seeing pla- a lot of planes in the sky, All so, right, so good, I good. think we're exit 13A. My phone has since died. All right, well, Napkins, you look that up as so I give let's my not miss number our exit. one. And there'll probably be signs for it, but I should pay attention a little yes, more. Yes, I'm just giving the warning my, out. My number one, and we already touched on it, and it couldn't be anything but this. My favorite album of all time from my favorite duo of all time, Simon and Garfunkel's Greatest Hits. Woo! There you go. 
now. Just like, as Heather already alluded to, you put it on, it flows. I will tell you, though, there is one song on there that I don't like at all. It and not be. I will usually skip it. Julio. I, no, that's not, I don't even think me and Julio are down by the schoolyard. It's on there. Their live album from Central Park also really rules. Um, that could actually even be better than their greatest hits because they do all their greatest hits there. No, the one, does anyone know the one that I don't like? Hath, I, I've told this to you, I don't know. I can't even give it up right now. Scarborough I'm Fair. Sorry. Oh, I love that. Uh, I just. I don't mind. It's so slow. I'm, it's. For some reason, I just kind of brings the mood down a little bit. I I just don't love it. I don't love it. I mean, you know, perfect for a road trip. You have America. We've all come to look for America. Oh, so good! It is kind of confusing why they're listing herbs. Almost (laughs) tears me up. Yeah, America. um, You (laughs) have obviously (laughs) Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, Cecilia. Cecilia, you have. Yes, we, we could all sing along to all of this. What's the other one? Not America, but the Homeward other... Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. Should, on the New I Jersey Turnpike. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, yeah. right now. Yep. Exactly. That, that. I always think of that song when I'm on the New Jersey Turnpike. Homeward Bound. Which is, is too often, I think. Yeah, <laughs> we're on the New Jersey Turnpike a lot. Um, Homeward Bound, one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, I Am a Rock. Sound awesome. of Silence. Sound of Silence. Man, oh my the boxer. God. I, have to, I should listen to it right Mrs. now. Robinson I'm, I'm on feeling there. like Mrs. I Robinson, I, yeah, I think it's the first one. Um, I love how the Newark Airport only has like two stars. It's called. Oh yeah, two stars on Google. Well, better than driving to JFK, folks. For yeah. us, um, yeah, it's called Grace Hits for a reason. It is by far my favorite CD. If someone told me you can only listen to one CD for the rest of your life, you're straight on a desert island. But somehow, you have an iPod whose battery won't run out. <laughs> If you pick, have a solar charger. I would pick Simon so, Garfunkel. So, you've seen them in concert as well. Just once or more well, than once? So, as a kid, I would listen to it. My dad would drive us out to his hunting cabin five hours into the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. And we'd listen. We'd have a tape. It was actually I one of the first... Second tape I bought. The first oh, tape. We start talking about tapes. The I'm first there. tape I bought was Billy <laughs> Dean. Ask my memory. Back a country there. star. What? Not even a star. Billy Dean. He had a song called Billy the Kid. Loved that song. Oh my word. As a kid. You're weird. Then Simon and Garfunkel was the second tape I ever bought, and me and my dad would listen to it all the way up five hours. You just keep listening to it. Um, I saw him. I wanted them to get back together. I said I would pay any amount of money if Simon and Garfunkel ever got back together and put on concerts. They had said forever that there was no way they were getting back together. The last concert they did, in, I think, it was in '81. And then when I was a college sophomore, they got back together and put on concerts. Uh, I was the reunion tour, and I went to the one in Philly, and it was... Yeah, you went with your sister, right? With Gail? My sister and two friends. I was one of them. Napkins was one of them. I bought an awesome tie-dye shirt from a street (laughs) vendor that I have to this day that I wore the first time I met Heather's parents. A Simon and Garfunkel concert tie-dye shirt. Trying to make connections. Yeah. And uh, she was, I didn't know her style at that point. Little did I know that tie-dye was probably the furthest thing from her style. You should have worn a tie. Yeah, I probably should have worn a tie. He also had really long hair. Anyway. But... They, I actually was debating whether I wanted to tr- take a semester it off. It is 13A, by the way. And, and just follow them around. Follow them around and yeah. go to every concert. That's how good Well, your sister then went to New Zealand. And yes. weren't they, didn't they have a concert well, while she was in New Zealand like somehow? And she, saw, she also saw them down in so Florida. She, I think she might have seen them three times. She in saw them in Florida, yeah. yeah and somehow so in New Zealand her. or something. Or Australia. I don't know. So Simon and Garfunkel, my number one. For good reason. That's a great. That is a great one. A great one to end on. A great on. one to end on. For sure. So, guys. What about Grateful Dead, though? I, I dude. It, let, is there any? Do you I, just want to name drop a few? Oh my God. Are we done? Are we done? I know. Well, for the their, for their Grateful sake, Dead, great, great for road tripping. Yes, it is. Any other CDs? I can't. I just couldn't keep adding. I, I don't think I'm 10. a fan of the Grateful Dead. I'm not, not sure. I, I'd have to hear think, some of you their... You think you're not, but for a I while, like when I was growing up in the 90s, I had a deadhead um, Well, my cousin. brothers loved the Grateful Dead. But I thought they were like Pantera. Yeah. And then I no. listened to them later, and I was like, these are aw- These guys are awesome. Yeah, just a jam. I had a mix of them. I think, Travis, you might have given me a bunch of songs. Probably. Including Simon and Garfunkel, the Beatles, and, and I just realized, like, that they're better than... Well, this is controversial, but I... They're, they're better than the Beatles 
in my opinion. Uh-oh. Oh, Heresy boy. for some people. I'm sorry. Um, another one I just want to give a mention to, Bob Dylan didn't make my list. Oh, my gosh. My honorable mention. How did none of us say Bob well, Dylan? I, I because mean, I like he's him. He's very but chill, I suppose. But James Taylor kind of like played by a... James Taylor and Simon Garfunkel took, like, the Americana true. part. No, you're right. But Bob Dylan is so, like, Americana and... Yes. The whole vibe of yeah. like, I feel like you should read Jack Kerouac and you should listen to Bob Dylan. You should drive uh, across the Jack Kerouac overrated I mean, on the road. Jack Kerouac overrated. Anyway, um, isn't he hipster? <laughs> didn't make my uh, favorite travel books list, by the way. If you're li- you like music and books, <laughs> go listen to the one we did about it. It's a two-parter about our favorite travel books. This Me and my buddy Nick Hirsch went on and did that. So check that out. Uh, this is a one-parter. It's long, but it's a one-parter, guys. So let us know in the show notes. You can get the show notes at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods. We will link up everything we talked about. So some of the more obscure bands, if you're listening, you don't have time to write it down or whatever, check out the show notes at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods. You can get that. That'll be linked up. And you can uh, check out some of those bands. Listen to them for free uh, on Pandora. See if you like them. Uh, That's usually how I find new people, things like that. And uh, thanks, guys, for listening. You can tweet at us as well, at Pack of Peanuts. And if you're listening to this live, like right when it comes out, Heather and I are filming, if you're listening to this live, we're not filming now in the car, but we will be we filming will be. our TV show in Switzerland. So if you want to follow along with that, we're not probably not going to be able to put out posts. We are going to try to do a podcast about it. You can uh, follow us on Instagram. Heather will be Instagramming for us, at Pack of Peanuts. That'll be on Twitter, at Pack of Peanuts. And also you can like the Facebook page. So those are just some ways that you can see some of the cool stuff that we're doing while Napkins is home in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish you did Sorry, know. buddy. It's all good. So we're about ready to get off the exit. What an awesome drive. Perfect Isn't timing. it so fun to do these road trip session yeah. podcasts because it makes it the time go by a lot really more quickly. It gives yeah. me a lot to think about on the way home, too. Yeah. So thank you guys all again. Alone. Yeah, all alone. <laughs> Dude, throw in some Simon and Garfunkel. You're never alone with them. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, I don't know who they are. A a band that doesn't exist, apparently. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Don't forget, uh, today's show sponsored by Tortuga Backpack. So if you're looking for a great travel backpack, I have mine in the trunk. It's coming to me to Switzerland. Tortugabackpacks.com. Use the promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capital letters. That will get you 10% off your entire order. Guys, Heather, Napkins, what a fun episode. It was a wonderful episode. If I don't say so myself. The people have spoken. They always say they want more Heather. And I'm sure now they're going to be telling me, bring on more napkins. Bring it on. I can tell you, though, whenever I turn on on, on an episode and I I don't hear you say Heather's on it, I just turn it right (laughs) on. There you go. Oh, that's From a true EPOP super fan. You love Heather. (laughs) Eh. You can put up with me. Thanks, guys, for listening. Really appreciate the support. Thanks for making us the number one rated travel podcast on iTunes and until next time happy free travel I'll show you Paris soon.